Shout out to Cat Pod. Welcome to the Cats Pod. How's it going, Podcats? We're back again. Back to our normal recording time on Wednesday. Barely. It's been pretty exciting. <laughs> you know, it, it was touch and go there for a second. We weren't sure what was going to happen. But we are recording on Wednesday once again. Yes, we are. And glad to be glad to be back on our normal day. It's, it, I don't like getting out of schedule. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we're very particular about our schedules now. You know, we might be becoming old men. A good routine like, is might good be for a everybody. Part of it. A good routine is good for everybody. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. You know, a good routine is, is a very important part of our day. Yeah. You know, um, we got a little bit of Bobcat news to talk about this week, at least. Yeah, you know, we got we got a couple couple little things that happened along the way. Yeah. To talk about. The first one is this, you know, this academic All-American for Brody. I mean, so I didn't really understand what this was until looking a little more into exactly what this award is. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's 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 really impressive yep. the scale or you know or I guess the size of everybody that's a candidate. Yep. Because you select you get the university gets select eight people for consideration. Yep. Every university gets to select eight people, put them all into a hat, and they take two people from each position. Like that's a huge, yep. huge pool. It is a giant, and it's FBS and FCS. Yeah. So it's it's all over the board, and these people are all academically strong, and it says they have to start in at least sixty six percent of their games. So I'm guessing that eliminates. A lot of different people from it, but it would it would still be a huge pool. Oh of yeah, players across the country. So it is a big time thing. Um, it uh, I think we've had five in the last decade, fourteen overall. Yeah, fourteen overall academic all Americans. So it's super impressive, and I mean he's on that list with you know players from Oregon and you know mm-hmm. Toledo and you know these big big schools that have a lot more notoriety than the Montana State Bobcats, but. You know, he was selected out, you know, he beat out, I mean, probably 500 other people at his position, probably. Oh, yeah. A ton of different people at the position. Also, being a mechanical engineering major and pulling off a 3.94 GPA, that is not, that is not like being a football major. Oh, yeah. That is not like being, like, skating by, you're not being, uh... You're not taking any easy classes as a mechanical engineer. I think. Oh no, no, you get it. You get to You get to go through the the gauntlet of the math courses and all those um, physics and yeah, it, a bunch of things I don't even understand. I can't even read the titles to some of the classes. I don't like, even want to understand. That's yeah. why we have mechanical engineers. <laughs> also, as we were looking through the list of academic all Americans, shout out to Eric Miller of University of Louisville. He's got a four in distilled spirits yeah i saw that and it's like that can't possibly be a major but it in fact is it's kentucky you know in (laughs) kentucky you can major in distilled spirits i feel like i majored in distilled spirits in college (laughs) but i didn't get any kind of degree for that like i just consumed a lot of them i think 
I, I mean, honestly, distilled spirits, how, how could that possibly be? But I guess if it's that big of a deal, and I guess there's a major for it, but... I mean, you're in Kentucky. You're in bourbon country. Of course <laughs> there's going to be a major where you just make bourbon, which sounds like the greatest major of all time. It does, especially most people know of our fondness for bourbon. We are big bourbon guys. Yes. You know, we might have to try and get Eric Miller on the podcast. I think <laughs> Eric Miller needs to join in with us. Give us his his top 5. We'll do we'll do a live tasting with Eric Miller of Louisville. <laughs> I'm also a Louisville fan, so like this this all comes back around. I believe you know? the pronunciation is Louisville. It's Louisville. Okay? <laughs> and I am going to get him on the podcast cuz I know how to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> it is Louisville. All right. Well, anyway, Big time shout out to Brody Gree because that is not an easy list to get on, and no, it's awfully impressive, awfully impressive to be to be featured on that. That's that's pretty cool, pretty oh, darn yeah. cool. In other news, we have found our quarterback coach of the future. It, it seems exciting. Yeah, he seems like a great dude all around, all time name, Mister Chucky Keaton. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that name. I mean, this guy's I, – I, I like – so he's got connections to the team. Yep. He played at Texas Tech with UD. Mm-hmm. And he's – so he's he's from Texas, which also brings in, you know, being a Texas native, he mm-hmm. has some recruiting ties down there. Could really help with that. Huge pull. Yeah. Could be a huge pull. And he was also a killer at Utah State. Yeah. Somebody that understands – the game through the air and on the ground, which is exactly what we need in our quarterback room. Like, super helpful. Exactly, yeah. I mean, he was – of course, we had no idea who this guy was until they chose him to for this position. But after looking into him, I think he's – I mean, it seems like he's a pretty good fit. Yeah, it, it seems perfect, honestly. And it's another young dude. They're adding another young dude to the coaching staff. Yeah, what is he, 30? He's 30 years old. Yeah. He's the same age as us, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm only 30 for like a few more days, man. Don't don't age me, bro. Well, no, the thing is, is I was thinking about it, and it kind of made me feel a little bit bad about myself because I was like, this guy is the quarterback coach for the Cats. What have I done with my life? You know? <laughs> hey, you're the head football coach of our Valier Panthers. I'm the head basketball coach oh, yeah, of our sorry. Valier Panthers. <laughs> the football coach is a mu- much more illustrious position here in Valier. But, yeah. you know, I, I am I am a high school head coach. Yes. You know, that is, he, I guess he's not a head coach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he doesn't have that HC next to his name. You know? <laughs> I've got that on him. Take that, Chucky Keaton. Take yeah. that. Yeah, I mean. I think I mean he's it just looks like he has a really good resume too mm-hmm. honestly. I mean he's he's been been to a, had a few stops. You know his time actually playing quarterback was obviously pretty helpful for him and like he gets to walk in and take take on Tommy Malott. I mean that's a recipe for success, right? Oh yeah. I would be super excited. I would I think everybody every coach that would be up for this position would be very excited to work with Tommy. It's 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 got to be something that every coach is looking for. Is that kind of coachable player? I think and I think that's a big draw for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the team it's as a whole and what you get to work with like they have Ty McCullough, they have Tommy Malott, they have the stable mm-hmm. of running backs. 
I mean, there's a lot of pieces for this guy to really work with, especially with Tommy Mawat being as good as he is. It it really opens it up for this guy. And I'm having a brain block right now. Cleveland Thomas is still – he was not a senior, right? Yeah, he graduated. Oh, he graduated. Damn it. It's wrong again. I know. But we got – we still got Taco, so – Taco, Aiden Garrigan. I mean, our receivers are deep. Oh yeah, super deep. It'll be. I think he's. I think he's going to fit in well. Oh, Plus, yeah. he seems to be a pretty high energy guy. Oh, he's a very high energy guy. Would you like to to cut into that? Do you want to put the cans on real quick so you can experience what I experienced a couple minutes ago? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, we're gonna play you some of the mic'd up from Mister Coach Chucky Keaton at practice. So, hopefully, this isn't too loud for you. <laughs> Drop your pads! There we go, go! Hey, hey, get up now, go! Jog around! Jog around, jog around. All go back, go back, Butterfingers. Tell you what, sometimes you just never lose it. <laughs> I'm playing all conference over here, Griff. I want to hang Hey, I'm break one of my fingers doing this. For the kids! <laughs> Drop my pads, right? Drop my pads, finish. Okay, there's no reason why any of us should not end up in the end zone. What type of plant goes in bathrooms? Toilet trees. <laughs> there we go. Hey, keep closing space first. Close space, then I get square. You got me? There we go. Vertical, keep it inside. Too much. Hey, stay vertical first, then I go. You feel me? You see how you had to adjust so hard late? Now I go close it. Woo! He don't want it! Get ready. There you go. Much better, kid. Get outside. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Spit up! Well, I thought you almost broke your ankle right there. I am, I am excited for that energy. Oh, my God. The, that guy is fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a he's a jokester, but oh, yeah. he and but he's like over the top excited about everything. That, that's going to mm. be good. That's going to be really good. Oh, that's the that's the perfect kind of energy to be bringing to our practices. And I'm just after I watched that little bit less than two minute video, I was like, I think that is my number one goal is to just get Chucky Keaton on the show. <laughs> he is wall to wall excitement the entire time. And he, he's somebody I would love to talk to now. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, that guy, he just looks like he'd be fun to be around. Like, yeah. You know, he's obvious, like just watching that little little bit of video. He obviously is, you know, a kind of a friend with the guys, but also like the biggest, biggest amp guy ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems like one of those dudes where you walk into a room and everybody thinks that they're his best friend because he just puts off that energy that he's such a friendly guy. But really, he's just cool with everybody. Yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah. He just seems like he's everybody's best friend. Yeah, he's going to be 
he's going to be fun to watch on the sidelines, I think. Oh, yeah. I feel like that whole young coaching staff is just – they're just going to be fun. I think it's a good way to go about it. And it's – hopefully you're, you're getting hungry coaches. You're getting people that are looking to move up and looking to do big things. And that's a great way to keep your program fresh. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like they're going to be just excited about everything and and mm -hmm. that's i feel like that'll feed into the team and get them excited about every little thing too yeah if you're and just just the scream the scream is is iconic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the chucky e. keaton screen i feel like we're gonna be able to catch that like during the broadcast you're gonna be able to hear him just getting way overhyped oh yeah on the sideline and i i i can't wait especially when tommy takes off for a 65 yard touchdown he really gonna lose it then oh yeah and it seemed like he could also like, you only saw, like, little bits and pieces of it because mainly when you're doing a mic'd up, you're looking for, like, hyped up stuff and everything like that and then yeah. joking around. Yeah. But it seemed like he was really good at also, okay, now I'm going to break it down for you for a second. Well, and that was all practice footage, 100% mm -hmm. practice footage. You know, and he's that, that excited about practice. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Imagine what the game is Yeah, like. exactly. Imagine what the game is like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. He's going to be – you know, it, I, I fully expect him in the games to be just – I mean, he can put on miles running up and down that sideline from what exactly. the Cats are going to do to everybody next year. Oh, he's going to be like a marathon runner just <laughs> up and down the field the entire game. But it is officially official. We have our coaching staff going into the next season. And I got to say, I am happy and excited with every single pick that has been made. Yeah, I feel, I feel pretty confident. Every single like announcement that comes out, it just makes me – more and more excited for next season and we are still what like five months away from next season even happening august 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 that's a long ways away it is that's a that's a full seven months now yeah it's uh today is january 86th i believe yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right around january 86th might yeah. be 87th you know it's been a long month it it definitely has been it, it just never it won't end but luckily, the Bobcats keep us full of things to get a little bit excited about, at least. Yes, exactly. The Bobcats give us some, some, some good things, and that's that's much appreciated right now. Oh yeah, we are definitely more than excited to talk about everything going on with this team right now, and this coaching staff is just killing it. And we have a ton of recruits coming in. And we are excited to see those dudes and what they're about and everything. Yeah. And it's just going to be the it's gonna hell be fun. of a year with the energy that these guys are putting out right now. I did see uh, Garrett Kuhn entered the transfer portal. Oh, okay. He, I, I feel like this was more of a maybe he didn't see a path to playing as a running back. Oh, okay, yeah. It's a pretty deep room and kind of star-studded at this point. And – I mean, he was Gatorade Player of the Year and, and you know, a damn good player. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it, this is more of a, you know, something that he you just kind of didn't see a path to the field, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I, could be, a, I mean, you're in a very deep room, so it would, it would be tough to be able to break into a room like that and try and make anything – happen for you i mean you off the, just off the top of my head you have obviously Ju julius davis scott trey humphrey adam jones mm -hmm. uh elijah elliott 
um, Jared White, yep. who is a hybrid. Yep. But, I mean, that's deep. Oh, yeah. And and then you had Garrett Coon right there. So I don't know where he ranked in on the depth chart, of course. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he uh, is looking for a new home. And I feel like he ain't going to last long because he is a stud. Oh, yeah. He's a very good player and excited to see what he's able to do uh, wherever he goes next. That would be good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, not really any news on the transfer portal mm-hmm. uh, that I've seen anyway. I mean, that's the only thing on the tracker right now. Yeah. Nothing else. Which is showing a, up. a good thing. A very yeah, good yeah. thing. We, I mean, we only <laughs> want to see people coming in. Yeah. You know? no, let's <laughs> you know? just keep everybody right where they are yeah, for the time just, being. I mean, just stay where you're at. I mean, it sucks to lose Garrett Coon for sure, but another one of those positions. You know, we lost the offensive line and we lost the we lost the running back, and those are probably our deepest places and where we could actually afford to lose players. Yep. So I'm not overly concerned about that one. But, like I said, wish him the best. Yeah. I hate to see anybody leave. But at the same time, it's like if you're if you, if that's what you're seeing as your um, pathway to the best success for your life and your situation, we're always going to be supporting that. For Except sure. for if you transfer to Montana and I'll hate you forever. Yeah. that That is definitely unforgivable for sure. Yeah. I can't. I just can't. No. Um, also, before I forget – Big shout out to the Lady Cats okay. beating the Grizzlies. Oh, that yeah, that's big time. The that's men, time the Bobcat us. men lost, and obviously the Bobcat football team lost. But those women, they came through for us. The ladies, we did not get swept. The ladies got us. Have you seen the new, uh, the new shirts that the basketball team is repping right now? It's like brawling with something. Uh, I can't remember. I haven't seen. I haven't seen these new shirts. Now you have me intrigued. I wish I would have looked this up beforehand. It says, like, Brawlin since 1893 or something. That's pretty cool. I can't. Of course you can't find it when you need to find it. I know. That would that would just be too <laughs> convenient. It's all over my, my Instagram and everything right now. Yeah. But. I just can't see. It's got, <laughs> it's got the old school uh, Bobcat logo. Um, I do miss that one. And it's it just says Brawlin since 1893 in some like vintage text on it. It's it's a pretty cool shirt. I definitely am still strongly considering ordering one. Could you imagine playing basketball in Romney? In Romney. Oh yeah, I forgot. You so Romney is this old school gym kind of right across from the new gym, right across you know, there's that big, there's that four-way stop right in the middle of campus there. Uh-huh. Uh, 11th and Grant, and Grant is the one that goes like in between the gym and the sub uh-huh. right there. Romney is right there, and is this? I, I'm pretty sure they updated it since I left college, but uh, it was is like, I mean, just old, old, old. One of the one of the oldest gym or oldest buildings on campus. Mm-hmm. Um. I can imagine playing basketball in that thing. I, I, my dad worked on campus when, you know, f- for basically my whole life. And yeah, we'd always go because they had a swimming pool there. So we always go to the swimming pool and everything. And that place was just, it was greasy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder, it, it still exists though, right? I think yeah. they, tore, they tore down the gym that my dad used to play at all the time. 
Because my dad always talked about playing a bunch of open gym basketball when he was going to MSU. And he had, like, a really tough day when they tore that place down. I can't remember. Or it was, like, the, the roof caved in because of snow or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that was the old part of the, the gym right there that the roof caved in on. That was a lot of snow. Yeah. I was there when that happened. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they had that sucker torn apart forever. Old Montana State. Yep. Yeah. Getting, getting newer and newer just because everything else that's old is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I really yeah, – I, I think they need to get Brody in on that. Yes. He needs to be in on all the all the mechanical engineering for, like, the new practice facility and everything <laughs> like that because it seems like he knows what he's doing, you know? Seems oh, exactly. like a guy who knows what he's doing. Oh, I can't stop coughing. I've been in a barn filled with burning hair for four days, and it's been hard on the old lungs. I kind of felt like I should start smoking cigarettes because I at least would have got something out of it, <laughs> out of the smoke. It would have been entertaining or something. Instead you know? of just breathing all that in. But at least I need to pick up a new fresh addiction. (laughs) If I get a fresh addiction, it's all worth it. How many vices can one guy have? I mean, you know, we're we're, we're stacking them up at this point. We're we're working on it. Yeah. But no, big thanks to the cat women for not letting us get clean swept by the Grizzlies. That was very much appreciated. And shout out to the cat women. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lady Bobcats. But did you see this deal? So Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chargers. Yep. And you and you don't feel so good about it. I just I, I I'm ha- I mean great, but like what I don't understand, and this is because we're now a sports podcast in general. Yeah, just whatever sports we care about. Yes, you know. And this one is just it just feels weird because so Jim Harbaugh went to Michigan. He played for Michigan. He went to the NFL. Yep. And then he go, you know, he he had that stint with the 49ers and then he goes back to Michigan to coach. Mm-hmm. He takes them all the way to a national title with I mean, he that program when he took that program over it was wasn't very good. It was pretty mediocre. It was. They had been mediocre for a lot of years and they were looking to shake things up so that they could bring back the old glory kind of. And they so they bring the golden boy back. He takes them all the way and wins a national title. I he's mean, not, he's he's the maze boy. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. The maze, not, maze not, of blue. They're they're not gold there. Yeah, so he's the, he's the maze boy. <laughs> <laughs> really into mazes. So then he wins his national title, and then he gets offered the Los Angeles Chargers job. Which I'm not saying like the end goal isn't the NFL and isn't the greatest thing mm-hmm. ever, but the Chargers number one don't even have their own home stadium. They share with the Rams. They don't really even have a fan base in Los Angeles because they're from San Diego. Yeah. And number two, could the money be that much better than what he was getting at Michigan? Plus, I mean, it's he built Michigan into a powerhouse. Like They were going to be contenders while he was the head coach, kind of like a Nick Saban thing. Mm-hmm. He was going to get the recruits year after year. Yeah. It just seems like a weird move. And – I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Personally, I think I think his decision was mainly based in that he feels I think he completed he completed all the goals that he wanted to at Michigan. Everything he wanted to do with Michigan, he reached his mountaintop for coaching Michigan. And I think that was getting a national championship for him was the ultimate goal and he was fine to move off 
now while you're at the top of the mountain rather than what might happen in the future. Because the only thing you can do after winning a national championship is win another national championship. Oh, And if you do anything less, Michigan fans are going to turn on you so fast. But he took a job where... I mean, the what's there is no job security in the NFL. Like, no. there's one and done coaches all the time. He's taking over a pro a program that underachieved greatly. I, could, I just feel like that nice national title at Michigan bought him kind of a brand new contract and yeah. and a longevity as the head coach at Michigan. It's just strange. Like, I I, I would th- I think any potential NFL coach right now would love to have Justin Herbert, and that is the only reason any of these coaches want this job. Yeah, that's true. Also, Jim Harbaugh played for the Chargers. He was a Chargers quarterback. I guess that makes sense, too. So he, he's been a part of the Chargers as well, and he's coming back with probably the best quarterback they've had. Sorry, Jim Harbaugh, but in their history. Yeah. I mean, Phillip Rivers was great for years, but – couldn't get over the mountaintop, and I feel like Justin Herbert has a higher ceiling looking at it right now. I mean, to me, I totally get why coaches from other schools make that NFL jump. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just ones off the top of my head are, you know, Chip Kelly and mm-hmm. and uh, Matt Rule. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Well, yeah, to a certain extent, Pete Carroll was probably going to get fired from USC for the yeah, everything, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I think he he got he he took he took it, you know. He got lucky with that one. I'm just really glad that Jim Harbaugh didn't go to the Seahawks because when there was rumors about Jim Harbaugh going to the Seahawks, my father was very angry, and I did not <laughs> want to deal with that anger for an entire season, especially since I like Jim Harbaugh. And I have no idea why he doesn't like Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I, I, I I don't have any insights on that one for you, but I just I, it might be the ill-fitting khakis. I just feel like there's certain programs that you just don't ever want to leave, like kind of like Nick Saban in Alabama. Like Nick Saban's just done. He's not going to coach in the NFL. He was at the pinnacle of college football, and for ever, yeah, one forever. Yep. And now he's done. And I feel like that's better than this up and down roller coaster that the NFL is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of, I'm just sour on the NFL right now. You mostly because. Just, just hating on it? Yeah. It, this season really hasn't done anything for me. No, I mean, I'm pretty excited for the games this weekend, honestly. The only reason I can even get into the playoffs is because Brock, Brock Purdy went to Iowa State, and I like him. That's <laughs> You got Brock Purdy, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's – No, that's, I, I just I, – I'm really interested in this Ravens-Chiefs game. I think the Ravens-Chiefs game is going to be super fun to watch no matter how it goes. And honestly, you know I have a big trust flag in the other room even though the Ravens aren't my team, (laughs) you know, and I've got a Lamar Jackson flag. So I am definitely going to be rooting for them to get to that Super Bowl so that people can shut up about Lamar Jackson not being good. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't stomach a Chiefs win. So I'm, I'm with you. But the other thing this Harbaugh deal does is now we have this, this transfer portal window opens back up for these players. So Michigan players now have 30 days and when they fill his spot with whoever it is, mm-hmm. 
they will have 30 days and then we just go right back through this darn carousel again yeah and everybody just we just keep on <laughs> the transfer portal turns out it never closes no nope, not turns really. out it turns out it's always open somebody broke the transfer portal yeah it just <laughs> it's just it's just never going to close and his name is Jimothy Harbaugh. Yeah, old Jimothy. Old Jimothy Harbaugh. It, it'll be funny to see the domino effect from this because somebody's going to have to replace Harbaugh, and it's probably going to yeah. be another college coach. And then somebody's going to have to replace that one, and then yeah. somebody's going to have to replace that one, and then somebody's going to have to replace that one, and yeah. all of a sudden we have six more teams with with yeah. open transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> Every coach in the country has now switched teams, and we're still going to have old dudes on other podcasts that were named that remain nameless. They're going to be like, well, "I don't think the transfer portal should exist." Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's worse for the players than anything. Even though all of these grown men who are coaching the teams are constantly flip flopping all over the place. Yeah, I guess the only way the domino effect doesn't happen is if somebody internal gets promoted to head coach, but. I mean, we watched this whole thing with Alabama. Nick Saban leaves. Uh, if Alabama doesn't hire internally, who is going to? Well, they they hired the guy from Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they didn't hire internally. Oh, yeah. I, see I was what you're like, saying. if Alabama doesn't do that, yeah, then which kind of school is actually going to do it? Yeah, that's and true. And he also, uh, their new coach, also had a great interview on Pat McAfee today. Oh, did he? I yeah, didn't see it. I, I was watching that. The, I was watching that today, and it was it was pretty solid. You know, it seemed like a pretty exciting dude. Yeah, it's this whole transfer portal thing is it's it, the rules are confusing, and and it's kind of funny because I feel like now the transfer portal is so massive because of Raekwon Battle. Yeah. He just <laughs> that he, he broke it. <laughs> he broke the transfer <laughs> portal. He was like, "You can sue him, yeah." You know? <laughs> Even if they deny it, just sue him. He they'll, they'll let you back in. The NCAA tried to tried to screw him over, and he went back in and said, yeah. "I don't think so. I don't think so." I and think I'm gonna play in West Virginia. Broke the transfer portal. Exactly. Also, West Virginia upset Kansas, dude. That was that was wild. That is absolutely insane because Kansas is looking like a very solid team this year. I think he had I think Raquan Battle had 28 points in that game. Something like that. It was nuts. And where you at? Where you at Raquan? Get back over here. Yeah, he was he was pretty he was he's so good. It's like he's unlocked a whole new side too. Mm-hmm. But no, he did break the transfer portal oh yeah <laughs> that court case he won opened things up and i'm glad i'm glad that that he got that because that, that's good that's really good for him i definitely i definitely didn't want to see him sitting on the sidelines all the way through because i have a feeling we're going to be watching him in the conf- in the tournament make, yeah, make some noise beating a quality team like kansas that is going to make your season so much better and i also absolutely hate espn right now yeah espn sucks espn you suck and i don't know what i'm even looking for anymore um the other thing i saw was so this is goes to the whole you know bracketology thing Mm -hmm. that you know who that andy katz is yep so he put out his power 36 Mm -hmm. the 36 best teams in his opinion and 
he had Utah State at number 25, which I thought was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, they are a very, very good team, and yep. apparently he thinks that they're just completely overachieving. But they're, uh, it, it, it's interesting. College basketball is interesting this year. There isn't just one. It's not, and I have absolutely no faith faith in Purdue whatsoever. Yeah, I mean nobody really should. It's it's always a team that they're going to be hot throughout the season, but they're always going to lose out early in the tournament. They they haven't made a deep run in a very long time, even though they have a bunch of quality players. And Utah State did move back in the rankings a little bit because they're at eighteen now. Yeah, that I mean, must have been the loss to. New Mexico. New Mexico, yeah, which is another ranked opponent. Ranked. That's not a bad loss. Yeah, which, and they only dropped back two spots, but they're still not twenty fifth. Yeah, they're not the twenty. F- no way. Sorry, Mister Katz. No way. Mister Katz is not a podcat. We no. can tell that right no. now. I, no. I know we that don't for like sure. Him. We don't like you, Mister Katz. Ben and I are are the biggest. Uh, we're the biggest Utah State fans there are. Yeah, and we only like one cat. And that is Mr. Big P- Big Cat from Pardon My Take, yeah. even though I don't know why I would throw a reference like that in there. It's not like they're going to listen to our show and be like, oh, I'm sure Dan Katz is like, oh, <laughs> Ben said he likes me. This is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, but I'm starting to get really excited for tournament basketball, if I'm being totally honest. Oh. It, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to watch it You know, going down the stretch, especially since – Iowa State doesn't suck near as bad as I thought they were going to. In about a month is when I can really start diving into the college basketball stuff because while I'm currently coaching and I have to do all my own film and everything like that, it's really hard for me to watch other basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've already watched four hours of film today, and uh, do I really want to turn on the some random two teams that I really don't care about? No. No kidding. I hear you there. And Louisville sucks again. Yeah, I mean they're they're better than last year. They're on an uptick, like they're they're improving. They brought in a coach from their national championship team from the '80s, and he is building. But it is still going to be another two three years before it's a legitimate program again. Well, it won't be legitimate until you learn how to pronounce it correctly. You're going back to this thing, <laughs> even though you're very clearly wrong, which is kind of your brand. You're just going to be wrong and not even ever admit it. I will so, never. I've never I been wrong that. a day in my life. No, never happened. Never will. Did you watch the UFC fights at all? I didn't, but I heard that, and I and I was I was reading a little bit about it. Did Sean Strickland really get uh, robbed? Robbed, yeah. Uh, Sorry. I don't know. No? No. I don't think he got robbed. I think that Sean Strickland fought a good fight and it was more of a coin toss. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Like, you know, he was bleeding really bad out of that eye, but yep. that was caused by a headbutt. It, it was inadvertent. He, mm-hmm. Duplessis didn't mean to do it. Yep. But it was definitely a headbutt that opened the cut and then he was able to fight off that you know Duplessis was able to to use that cut to his advantage and yep. attack him from that eye that was just 
you know, his eye was just covered in blood the whole, the whole rest of the fight. So he was able to just kind of to use that to his advantage. But I mean, I, I didn't think that, I didn't think that either one of those guys lost the fight. There wasn't mm-hmm. a clear loser. I just feel was, like the only thing clear about it was a rematch coming up. Yeah. That everybody is going to want to see. Well, DePlessy called out Adesanya, so I don't think there's going to be a rematch anytime soon. That fight yeah, didn't happen. I, I do love an Izzy fight, but I would rather see a rematch of him fighting Strickland. The only thing I'll say about Strickland, Strickland is not an exciting fighter. He doesn't no. fit. I mean, he finished Adesanya. Yeah. But he didn't do that very often. He's the kind of guy who sits behind his guard and mm-hmm. jabs the absolute hell out of everybody. Which doesn't make much sense, right? Because he is very exciting before the fight. Yeah, yeah. Like he will, he <laughs> flies off though. He is a wild card before a fight starts. He is absolutely insane. But then the fight starts, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to sit here and not do anything." Did you Did you hear the crowd in Toronto? No, they were literally cheering "F Trudeau" the whole time. <laughs> they, I, I think they said "F Trudeau" more than they actually cheered for the fights. Like those people actually hate Justin Trudeau. Don't blame them, but they really do. I I mean, (laughs) there is a lot of hatred going on there, you know? It's pretty wild. I I, I don't. Dude, this. So Ben just pulled up UFC 299. This is is something that we, I mean, we feel like we're going to start talking about UFC more and more just because it's one of the other things that we're into. And I pulled up UFC 299 because as Montana people, I feel like it is the most exciting card that has ever existed yeah and it's probably a top 10 card overall anytime all time in it, it's awfully impressive i mean it, there's just everybody you know or have heard of is on this card specifically our least favorite ufc fighter and grizz fan sean o'malley okay he hasn't moved to my <laughs> least favorite oh, but, okay sorry. you know he, he is a grizz fan but like i can i can forgive him yeah. I can. I know I mean, you can't, but I can forgive him. It's it's hard for me to root for somebody that's a Grizz fan, but I will in this case because the other guy's not even from the United States. So <laughs> I think he's only a Grizz fan because he hasn't met us. Yeah, that's true. Like that, that that's, that's true. part of it. Like if Sean O'Malley came and hung out with us for one weekend, like if he if we could take him to one cat game, I guarantee he has a much better time than he had in Missoula. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Much better time. But he's going up against Cheeto Vera, and they've been talking for like a long time. Yeah, it has been it has been a long time coming for this. Well, Cheeto's the only one who. Yeah, Sean O'Malley claims it was never a loss. Oh, it wasn't a loss. I know that. But yeah, Cheeto's supposedly (laughs) the only one who's ever beat him. Mm -hmm. But the whole card is pretty, pretty stacked. It is. It like there's just so many big names all the way down the card. You got. Uh, Dustin Poirier, Almeida, Curtis Blades, people yeah. that I, I definitely have seen fight before and love to watch them fight. Yeah, it's – I mean, the undercard has Gilbert Burns and Jack Della Madeleine on it. That's a pure, pure yawn and song Yadong. <laughs> exactly. Peter Yawn, the man that Sean O'Malley beat. This is the most disrespectful thing of all time. Yeah. Because he beat him to get the belt, right? Yeah. He he beat him to get the belt. And no, not the is, belt. Oh, no, no, he beat it. He beat him that, because that he was, was the number one contender. Peter, when he beat Peter Yon, that's when he got the title shot. The title shot, yeah. The Peter Yon was the number one contender. 
And now Peter Yan is like buried in this. He is the fourth fight of the night. But then like if right below that one, you have Kevin Holland, Michael Venom Page. Mm -hmm. Kevin Holland has never had a like a not an entertaining fight. He is he has never had a boring fight in his entire life. And Michael Venom Page is was he Bellator champion? I think so. And he's signed twelve and zero in the UFC now. Yeah, he's. He's going to be that that's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun card. I'm pretty excited for oh, that yeah. one. Unfortunately, it's 2 days before our bull sale, so I probably won't be watching it. 2 days before the bull sale and it's also my fiance's birthday. So Ah, you can make her watch some UFC. Yeah. It'll be all right. <laughs> I I doubt we will be watching UFC. I still have to make up for last year. So, still in trouble for that. <laughs> it was a work trip though. You know, I didn't choose to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to talk about this week? Mm. Well, if any of our podcasts out there need a good Hereford Bull, you know who to contact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me, if, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ben. <laughs> no, I think they should contact me. Yeah. Well, they I guess. Just hit me up for a good Hereford Bull. I want to get the commission. Yeah. We're, we're going to get Holden Herefords to start paying me a commission real quick. Finders so fee. If you could just like funnel all the sales through me and then to Eric, I would love to see that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but no, I think that well, does it for me. Jack and I will work out a deal. Oh, later. okay. You yeah, know, me, right. me and Jack will work out a deal. All right. You know? Yeah. I have a lot of connects in the cattle biz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I think that does it for everything I was interested in on the week. Uh, a lot of playoff football this weekend. Yeah, Two it's going to be some exciting stuff. Championship weekend. Let's go. Yeah, it should be pretty exciting. Who? Okay, who? Quick, quick picks for this weekend. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Uh, Baltimore Forty ers Baltimore Forty ers I'm going with my heart here. I'm not going with my with what I actually believe is going to happen, and I'm going to call it Ravens Lions. I want to see MCDC in the championship against Lamar Jackson. Big truss versus big kneecaps. That's what I want to see in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know me. I I'm a Vikings fan. I can't pick the Lions. That's goes against I know my. You can, but I can't. Yeah. I hope That's you're what wrong. I'm here for. I hope you're wrong. I can't believe you can still cheer against MCDC. I absolutely can, and I will forever. Oh, it's just so petty. To me, the Detroit Lions are still the rebuilding since 1957 Detroit Lions. Even though they're in the, the conference championship this week? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> That's a hell of a forest that he found a nut in. That is a hell of a forest. And that was the one nut in the forest, so that, he, he's working. That blind squirrel just ran into an, a, a tree, and a nut fell right out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the blind squirrel is actually owned by a blind guy who just happened to grab a bag of peanuts and throw it out. <laughs> okay. Double blind. <laughs> oh, double blind. <laughs> double blind test trials going on right here. That's what all the right. Detroit Lions are. All right. Thank you to all the podcasts <laughs> out there. Rate us five stars wherever you're listening to this at. Follow us on X and Instagram. Also, make sure that you're – I think we got a couple things. Oh, I, I changed the merch store so it only has our logo stuff on it. And the Season 1 merch is now out of the merch store. So if you want any of that, sorry, not happening. But <laughs> you can look forward to Season 2 merch, which I think we're handing over to the what will be then the wives. Yeah. 
the wives and so they can design it because my designs I don't think they were that good <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> hate to disrespect myself like that but I, I don't think they were that good <laughs> yeah no the, the the girls will pick up where we are not doing so good exactly we we got to delegate a little bit you yeah know? delegate to people that actually know things <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right thanks everybody for listening we'll see you guys next week adios